Hi everyone, uh, my name is Tony Katz, uh, Director of Catapult Wealth. Welcome to the latest edition of Catapult Ed um, Next Gen uh, Podcast. So um, today I'm joined by Dale Martins, uh, Senior Financial Planner with Catapult Wealth. Welcome Dale. Thank you very much. Um, today we're talking all things choosing a financial advisor or um, changing financial advisors and, and the landscape that goes with it and the reason why this comes up and, and the reason why we thought it was a good thing to talk about today was that um, I think there's a lot of, um, I don't know, use, probably use the word myths or misnomers about choosing a financial advisor. And um, Dale's been in the industry uh, for a long time. I've been in the industry for a long time. So we've seen the good, the bad, the ugly of, uh, of all of this. And so it's a good chance to have a chat around um, what's involved. Um I think the first and foremost one, Dale, that I wanted to tackle was um, there's an underlying current of or perception of financial advisors that they are um, trying to just take our money, trying to um, – it's all about them, it's all about the fees, um, it's not about the client. What do you have to say to that? Yeah, that's something that I think – being in this industry will forever, forever be uh, aligned to, and we we're trying to get away from that. I think a lot of it stems from, you know, the the eighties, the nineties, even the early two thousands, where you know there was a lot of trail commission, there was mm. a lot of selling and pushing of product, mm. um, where we get lumped into that, you know, ex insurance salesman type mm-hmm. um, genre, where it, it's changed a lot. Uh, the royal commission and so forth has put a lot of a stop to a lot of trail commissions and 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 things like that, where where people are out there pushing a product for their own barrow. Um, I mean, any any advisor worth their salt will actually delve into what is important to them mm-hmm. um, about what they want to achieve and where mm-hmm. they want to get to. Yeah. That's basically the, where you start with your advisor. So how? what are the questions that then you need to ask? Do you need to ask as a client or a potential client, um, how do you charge? What, what are the services I get? I assume there are some certain questions you've really got to ask there. Yeah, you would, and and that's that's what it all comes down to. I mean, you you, you see it a lot still, mm. uh, you know, um, where and I had one just the other day where where clients come to me, um, and they've been paying all these fees. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone, every advising place it has to disclose what fees mm-hmm. they've charged. And he's looked at it and he's thought, I've paid all these fees, and I've had a five minute phone call mm. from this place. Mm. Uh, so so you really want to sit down with an advisor in the first meeting, be upfront, mm. and, and say, you know what am I going to get or what sort of service can I expect um, with this relationship? Mm. Um, that, and, and if you don't deliver or as, an, as an advisor, you don't deliver, well, then the client's got an, a, a, an absolute right to ask the questions as to what have I paid for, mm. what have I got. Correct. Um, the, the second one that I want to deal with today then is, I'm going to use the word chemistry um, and how people get along. And I think choosing a, the right financial advisor is still about having good conversations, um, being able to call your advisor um, when you need to and not have um, not have fear of ringing the office because probably unlike it, certain firms that might charge you per hour or per photocopy <laughs> of things, um, you want to have those good conversations and you want to have a relationship is probably the important word there with somebody that you can have those good conversations with. 
Yes. Pretty crucial, isn't it? It is. It is very cu- crucial because you hear all the time and another myth is, you know, oh, it's just all about the money. Mm. Are they going to make me more money or mm. extra money? Mm. I'm going to pay all these fees up front. Am I going to see a monetary difference at the end of mm. it? And a lot of it's about intangibles. It's, mm. a, it's about the little things, having peace of mind, knowing that during a crisis, as we've seen in the last six months, mm. you, know, you can pick up the phone mm. and you can have a good, genuine, honest conversation mm. with your advisor and he might calm you down. He might, or they might, you know, settle you down, not make you, you know, sell sell down to cash when the market's down. All those things that are going through your head um, at the time, and that's, you know, that's invaluable. Mm. That's that's something that you, know, you, you you don't charge for. It's just mm. part of the part of the package. Mm. It's important they get you get that care factor. Yep. Um, it's important you've got that trust in that relationship, which is a two way street. And I think it's important a sign of a good advisor from my point of view is that um, you they ask good questions. I think if they ask good questions, good genuine questions, explore different, they understand you, they understand your situation, they understand your life and what you want. If I think a good advisor will ask good questions. They will. Well, the beauty of being in our position as advisors is we probably get to know the client better than mm. any anyone else. Mm. I mean, you'll go see a doctor, they'll know you're Mm. your medical history mm. you go see your accountant they'll know your financial position mm. we're in a unique position where we get to know it all mm. we we know the family history we know their medical condition mm. we know the relationship issues mm. we know the financial mm. situations the the challenges they're facing mm. uh the estate planning issues uh we get to see it all so th- there's a lot of questions back and forth and that's what builds the trust mm. um Having an advisor that knows all those things intimately mm. um, will obviously allow them to to set you up well and on the right path. While we're on the topic too, the interesting thing about that conversation is it implies a level of bravery from a client too to inherently hand over some of that trust or that um, and 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 or, and but that takes time, doesn't it? So these relationships, when you go into them, you can't assume they're five minute relationships with your financial planner too. You're looking to build a 5, 10, 15, hopefully multi-generational relationship with a, with a financial planner because um, they they're not right just overnight. No, no, that, that, that's correct. And, and another, you know, another th- a myth that you get is you know, it's, it's too much of a hassle. It's too hard to change advisors and things mm. like that. It, and it's for that reason. I mean, some, you know, some clients have been with their advisor for 5, 10, 15 years mm. and it just might have gone a little bit stale. Mm. Um, and it might be someone that they've known you know, mm, for prior to that for a long time. So mm. it's it's hard knowing that someone knows all this personal information about you mm. to then change. Um, mm. You might see them at a barbecue. You might see them at the kids' mm. soccer. It's just an awkward, mm. awkward uh, thing to get around, especially being here in Adelaide. While we're on the topic of changing accountants and advisors, a lot of people, you know, they do think it's a hard um, thing to go about and understand that. But changing administratively, if you like, there's not a there's a perception perhaps changing accountants or advisors, financial planners is hard from an administration point of view. It's not hard at all um, to change advisors um, from an administration angle. No, no, it's not. That's just paperwork. That's all done behind the scenes. Mm. Um, you don't have to call or contact. or you can mm. Uh, mm. your old accountant or your old advisor and, and let them know. Um, mainly, it's just a it's just a hurdle that the the client faces because of the uneasiness, that awkwardness that that might come with bumping them down the track. Mm. Yeah, there's no issue at all. Choosing a, a financial advisor as well, I think, is about um, I, I use the phrase like attracts like. 
Um, I think a lot of people choose professional advisors around them that probably share in their values and share in their approach and share in their philosophies. Um, do you find that happens in your client base, Dale? Does that make it easier? You don't want to be butting heads with clients on those sort of issues all the time. No, you have to. You have to have a good team around yeah. you. Um, and there's nothing. There's nothing worse than having, you know, an accountant and an advisor not on the same page. No. So uh, you've got to work around the client. What's in their best interest? Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got to compromise. Um, some people like to have it all in house. Mm-hmm. Some people like to have you know uh, it independent and unbiased. So mm-hmm. you do have to have a relationship as an advisor with the client's accountant, with their estate planning solicitor, with their business advisors. It's it's yeah all on the same page. The the other questions that you would then tackle choosing a financial advisor about would be um, potentially. Um, inherent conflicts or fees, um, they're, they're the appropriate questions for a client to ask. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and you, you can look at it from a client perspective. They think, okay, I'm paying an accountant fees, I'm mm. paying uh, my solicitor fees, I'm paying my advisor mm. fees. It all adds up mm. uh, and you've got to get value for money. Mm. Um, and it's it's now nowadays the industry's changed. It's where it's it's not so much linked to what you're worth or what the market's doing. Mm. Uh, uh, it's, it's, I much prefer the fee-for-service model where mm. you pay a fee, you mm. know exactly what you're getting um, and that's the way the industry's been pushed mm. um, and that's something that, that we incorporate here. Mm. Different financial planning firms and different advisors have different investment strategies too, the way they approach investment, um, the things they're allowed to invest in, the things they're not allowed to invest in from a recommended point of view. It would be entirely appropriate for a client to delve into that as well. Yeah, it is. You, you want to know where your money's going and, mm. and the reasons why it's going to a certain um, investment. Uh, there's, you know, th- there's smaller self-licensed practices that have a smaller mm-hmm. approved product list where mm. they can use um, products only from their range. Uh, there's bigger dealer groups that have a, a broader range. Mm. Um, it's all. It, it has to be tailored to you, and you mm. have to know and understand what you're getting into. Mm. Um, it makes our job as advisors easy if we explain and outline to a client why this is the best for them, mm-hmm. why it's going to fit their needs and objectives. Um, it saves a lot of tough conversations later if things don't go right. Mm. Um, the going back to your team example, I, I think it's I think good advisors are client centric in a sense that they see the client as the center of that universe and are able to work with different advisors because as you said you might have a lawyer involved a mortgage broker a banker or you know other external accountants Um, having someone that can manage all those relationships and or or, um, have have the ability to uh, coordinate those relationships and converse is is pretty important it is it's and i remember I started my days in the US and they always use the analogy of being the quarterback. Yes. Um, you, you, you get the ball and you have a team running with you, you directing the plays because as advisors, we not only get to see uh, the medical side of things, we get to see their past financials we need, and we need to create something moving forward. So to have everyone on that, on that same team mm. going together, working for the common goal, mm. which is the client's goal, mm. um, then everyone's a winner. Mm. COVID has, uh, we're in the midst of that and, and it's 
to a degree changed the delivery of advice too. And I know a lot of firms, particularly in the Eastern Seaboard, are only doing online type delivery services now. I still think it's important that you, as a client, you ask financial planners about how they deliver their services. Is it face-to-face? Is it online? Um, do they use document story signing electronically, et cetera, et cetera? I still think now that's become a bit of an issue. It has. The the last 12 months has sped up the whole process. Mm. Uh, traditionally, a client would come to your office or you'd visit a client. Um, you'd sit down, you'd have your appointment, everyone would go home. People are time poor now. Mm. Um and that's one of the one of the things we get faced with is oh, I don't have time. Mm. I can't fit it into my schedule. Mm. The last twelve months we have seen uh, you know, probably upwards of twenty percent of our appointments are now done mm. via Zoom. Mm. Um, we have a lot of farming clients we deal with. That, mm. you know, it's not just a you know duck across town and meet your advisor. Mm. Um, they're on the farm. They're busy. Um, we got mining clients that are you know, away. Mm. It's easy to send them a link now, patch mm. in, mm. do it online. Face to face, you can see them. You can mm. still get to know, get to know them. You can send paperwork via email. Mm. It's just another offering, mm. um, and some clients love it. Mm. They absolutely love it. So, it's something you'd want to want to have um, when you're looking for an advisor. Yeah. So distance is no longer an issue anymore, or an excuse from a client point of view saying I, I can't get advice because I don't live in the city or I don't live near my an advisor or. Um, and I, I know, for example, uh, I have clients as far away as Seattle um, and, and all over the globe. And, and as you know, Dar, we have clients all over Australia as well, uh, operating out of our office here at Nord. And um, with, with the technology now, that um, those relationships can be managed very, very effectively. They can be. And you just have to ensure, and, and, and make, ensure your advisor is, mm. is up to speed with it and Equipped. willing to be open. Mm. Because uh, obviously the the time zone difference can be challenging. So mm. as long as you've got an advisor that's willing to you know, go a little bit extra and and perhaps work out of those those general usual working hours, then mm. there's no problem with it whatsoever. We talked about teams before. How important is it for a financial planner within the building? We talked about external teams with the accountant, the banker, to have a team around them. Um, in, in, how important is that to have? That is extremely important you need to have a backup you can't be everywhere you can't you know you can't carry everyone on your back and do everything yourself you're in meetings uh, all day Uh, you you are allowed believe it or not Tony you're allowed to have holidays yeah Uh, I'll take one occasionally (laughs) Uh, so you know having trust in the team and and expressing that to your client that you've got a team around you that can manage these things that can you know things come up without knowing uh, mm. to be able to pick up the phone, speak to the team, mm. whether it's the CSA, whether it's another advisor in the office that mm. can answer your questions, mm. um, and having that team all aligned and on the same page mm. so you're not going to get you know, contradictory advice from that same team. Mm. Uh, it's invaluable. You, you need to have that backup mm. rather than just rely on, to, on the one person. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people don't know where to start, Dale, too. They they sit and it was probably like in a lot of things, they procrastinate about their finances and it gets put in the too hard basket. Um, how hard is it to come in and, and and book an appointment and meet someone and just have a chat? I mean, you, it's, it, is it is as easy as it sounds? It is. Yeah. It is. But I, I know I know how you feel. I know how I would feel in that same situation. Yeah. It's an uneasy um conversation to know what's coming it's Mm. 
it's very personal. Mm. People are often embarrassed mm. or about their situation or mm. they, they're they don't think they're doing as well as they should be mm-hmm. and they think they're going to get judged. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all the things that go through your mind when you sit down with an advisor for the first time, mm. um, which isn't the case. Mm. Um, I, get, I hear a lot that you know, I don't think an advisor can do much for me. Mm. I don't have enough. Mm. I don't have enough money. It's not worth my time. Or it's not mm. worth my money. Mm. Um, I just ran a quick calculation before and something you know, something as simple as you know, simple advice, like if you're moving – Someone in their 30s moving from a balance fund to a growth mm-hmm. fund in their 30s mm-hmm. could make the difference you know, of over $300,000 in retirement. Mm. It, it's massive. So mm. for the sake of you know, putting on your big boy pants and, <laughs> and, just, and making the call, coming in just to see, what, see how you can be helped or see mm. – just, just take the step. It's, it, it will be worth it. You mm. won't be judged. Mm. I, I guarantee you I've seen it all in the last 15 years. Mm. I've seen, yeah, seen everything. Mm. Yeah, it's a good point, Dale. I think those little things, um, little action items caught early enough can make a huge difference in the end. And they don't seem like much at the time. But um, I guess the best analogy I think of is a a ship that um, can end up kilometres off course if they don't make that small adjustment early on once they realise they've they've gone off course. off beam a little bit, um, yes. but just some small adjustments on the on the route can keep you on track and stop you from wasting a lot of fuel. So uh, that yeah. that happens in in a boating term, and I think it happens in real life. It does, it, and it's 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 one of those things as well. We get a lot that you know that we think we can do it ourselves. Mm. I can do it myself. Mm. I mean, I'll use I'll use a car as an analogy. Mm. When your car starts making a noise, sure, I'll. I'll, I'll I can fix that. Mm. I pop the hood and I don't know what I'm looking at. Mm. Or I try and do something and I make it worse. Mm. So it's like digging that hole. Um, you just have to know, you know put the specialists around you, mm-hmm. people that have been doing it for years, mm. just go and have a chat to them. Mm. It, it's not going to hurt. It's not going to make your position any worse. Mm. Um, you should come out of it with some more confidence, with mm. a weight off your shoulders, mm. um, knowing that you know, there, is peop- there are people there that can help you. I think the other interesting point to make about that too is that you have the ability through firms like Catapult to come in, get some advice, um, get perhaps the the ship back on track and then potentially just walk away again for a little while. You don't necessarily always need that ongoing fee um, where you, and if you can't justify the ongoing fee, then okay, great. But there is the ability to come in, maybe pay a fee to get things sorted out and then maybe walk away um, and then come back. Uh, later on it's it's not just well you're in and then you have to stay in for life yeah we see that a lot that's that's something that we see more and more now where people just need a tune-up yes need to make sure it's like almost like a health check let's let's see where we are Mm. let's make a few adjustments here and there Mm. and particularly for the younger generation Mm. they're you know they're pretty well set they're either you know saving for houses or Mm. you know they've they've just bought their house or something like that Mm. they they might not need to be touched if they're set up Mm. well um they might need to be touched for the next few years or if Mm. they decide they get married or something like that then Mm. then that uh you know preempts them to come and see see you again uh yeah as i said gone are the days of just of signing someone up and just collecting that trail and never hearing from us again Mm. yeah can't get away with that those days are gone Dale, it's been great chatting about this particular issue. Um, I think that a lot of um, people should, um, if in doubt, see an advisor. Um, if you're if you're worried about your finances, if you're stressed, and we've had a podcast about stress and the effect of it on on, 
on your situation and what you've what you've got to do is just take the first step to have a chat have a cup of coffee here at catapult world that first meeting is free you can come in have a have a chat to an advisor in our building and 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 see if it's the right fit if it's the right service, can we add any value to your situation and have that conversation? And we'll be the first ones, our team will be the first ones to say if we can't add any value or if we're not the right people for the job to send you in the right in the right direction to the people that can fix the job too. We don't try and be who we aren't. You know, we're not We're not going to, uh, particularly me, I'm, the level of knowledge I know about cars, I'm not going to go fix your car. Um, but take that first step, have a conversation. There's nothing to lose. Um and trust the process that um, and the professionalism of the advisors on the other side of the uh, of the table. That's right. It's about building that relationship, and you can't build it without taking that first step. Absolutely, Dale. Pleasure having you today. Thanks for that. If you've got any questions about choosing an advisor, or want to have a chat to anyone in the team, make sure you call us today. Ciao.